This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to another beautiful, wonderful episode of Safe Haven Podcast Ministries. Of course, I am your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. want to thank you for tuning in on this wonderful day, whatever day it is for you. could be Sunday, could be Monday, it could be Tuesday, it could be Wednesday. Whatever day it is for you that you have tuned in, I am grateful and thankful. Today is going to be a jam-packed uh, service. We're going to be focusing on Romans uh, chapter 2. Uh, going to get really deep into it today. Uh, the topic is, of course, no excuses. Um, just want to just send a grateful thanks out to anybody and anyone who has listened to this podcast from day one to now. Um, just just wonderful. I pray that you continue to listen, continue to share this wonderful podcast with everyone because th- uh, great things are happening. Great things are in the midst. And if you're at the beginning of it, it's even better. So just keep uh, just keep your head up if you're feeling a little down. Um, stay focused on the prize, whatever your prize may be. Um, you may be going through a lot of things and uh, you feel alone, but please note you are never alone as long as you uh, take it to God in prayer. Yes, it's kind of interest. It's kind of intriguing and kind of. Uh, sounds kind of down when you just say it, take it to God in prayer. It's like, okay, I'm taking it to someone who doesn't talk back. Well, no, God talks back. He talks back in different ways. It's just that you got to open your eyes, got to open your heart, got to open your mind to uh, the possibilities that God is giving, is giving you. He will use anyone. He'll use uh, a friend, could use your, your, your pet to, to get your attention. All you have to do is just be able to Focus your mind, focus your heart on uh, the Lord. So, um, without further ado today, guys, we're just going to get right into it. Um, for those who have prayer requests for the future, um, please email me at bpughsley at yahoo.com uh, with the, the heading Safe Haven Prayer Request. Once again, that's bpughsley at yahoo.com uh, with the title Safe Haven Prayer Request. That's right, we'll be taking prayer requests, We're going to be praying for you individually and collectively. So therefore, uh, coming soon, you'll be hearing from that 
and uh, there's a lot of great things going to be happening in the future. But I wanted to get that. I wanted to say that right now. I want to thank everyone for li- for listening to last week's uh, podcast, um, which is the anniversary podcast. It was uh, very deep and profound. If you have not heard it, you can click right below uh, this particular message when you're done listening to this message. So, without further ado, guys, we're going to get right into it. So, in one moment, we're going to get right into the prayer moment. Stay tuned. It's prayer time here. Um, please still your hearts, bow your heads, or if you're unable to close your eyes or bow your head, just still yourself in the best way you can while listening. And um, go to the throne of prayer. If you have any prayer requests, remember to once again send me an email at bpughsley at yahoo.com. Once again, b. P-U-G-H-S-L-E-Y at yahoo.com with the, the heading Safe Haven Prayer Request. Uh, for me, just keep me lifted up in prayer. You know, this is a tough thing for me to do every week, but you know what, God willing, I come through because God has kept me through. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you right now for this opportunity. We thank you for being able to wake up with our minds intact and with our actions um, in play, oh Heavenly Father. We pray that you just forgive us for every sin that we have committed, oh Heavenly Father, from the known to the unknown, oh Heavenly Father. We pray that right now you you lead us to our purpose if we are not fulfilling our purpose, oh Heavenly Father. And we pray that if we're within our purpose, oh Heavenly Father, you continue to maintain us and keep us throughout our journey, oh Heavenly Father. For we know that temptation is is an ever-present reality, O oh Heavenly Father. We just pray right now that you just continue to keep us, keep us lifted up, O oh Heavenly Father. Let us continue to be a blessing to those that we have been a blessing for, O oh Heavenly Father. We pray that you just just keep us going, O oh Heavenly Father, for when sometimes we feel down, O oh Heavenly Father. We pray for those who feel depressed right now, Heavenly Father, those who feel distraught, oh, Heavenly Father, but those who are in mourning, oh, Heavenly Father, we pray that you just keep them right now, Heavenly Father. Let them know that you are still with them during this process, oh, Heavenly Father. For if they're missing a loved one, oh, Heavenly Father, let them know that their loved one is still watching over them as much as you are watching over them as well, oh, Heavenly Father, and that they're still happy for them, oh, Heavenly Father. Just let them remember the great times, oh, Heavenly Father, within their minds and in their hearts, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray for those who don't have a family right now, Heavenly Father, and praying for a family, oh, Heavenly Father. Pray that you show them the way, oh, Heavenly Father. It does not have to just be a blood member, oh, Heavenly Father. It can just be a friend, oh, Heavenly Father, who loves them in a way that they have never seen, oh, Heavenly Father. Let them know that they are loved and they are in a family, oh, Heavenly Father, a family that you have created for them, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, we just want to pray for every church store that's out there that in the in the whole wide world, oh, Heavenly Father, they're still open, and they have everybody coming in to bless you, oh, Heavenly Father. And for every minister that has to step in the pulpit and give a word that you have given them, oh, Heavenly Father, we pray for every podcast that's also flowing in, and streaming in your name, oh, Heavenly Father. Every radio show that's streaming and flowing in your name, oh, Heavenly Father, pray for everyone that has to go forth and do the mission 
in a certain and different way, oh Heavenly Father, during these trying times. Pray for this podcast right now, too, oh Heavenly Father, because you never know, oh Heavenly Father. Just I thank you in advance for whatever you have for me, oh Heavenly Father, and for what you're about to do through me, oh Heavenly Father. Pray that the message that's coming forward today will be a message that is from up on high, oh Heavenly Father. Pray that you just continue to reach and teach through me, O Heavenly Father. Reach others through me and teach others through me, O Heavenly Father. And I just pray right now for those who have not yet heard this, heard me before, O Heavenly Father. I pray that their first time will be the best time, O Heavenly Father, and it won't be the last time, O Heavenly Father. I pray that you just continue to use me and guide me in that way. And I pray for everyone that is listening right now, be it from this side of the world to the next side of the world, Heavenly Father. You just continue to touch them and their families. Right now, Heavenly Father, continue to bless them and guide them in the way that you see fit. Let this day be the best day yet for them, oh Heavenly Father. Not the best day ever, but the best day yet, because the best is still yet to come. Pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. It's message time here at Safe Haven. I pray that you, um, you have your swords ready uh, for the reading of the word and, of course, for the message that comes therefore after. The message will be coming today from Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2. Going to be reading uh, from the first verse through the third verse. Going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. Therefore, you have no excuse, whoever you are, when you judge others. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, are doing the very same things. You say, we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is in accordance with the truth. Do you imagine, whoever you are, that when you judge those who do such things, and yet do them yourselves, you will escape the judgment of God? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For a few moments, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, no excuses. No excuses. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you in advance for this message. I pray that you just use me in the way that you see fit, Lord. Empty out my spirit and fill me up with your Holy Ghost right now. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my most blessed Redeemer. Your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. No excuse. No excuse. When we begin this this passage today, it it brings true it brings to light a lot of things. First off, you may have read Matthew seven one where where Jesus said, Judge not that ye be not judged. And you may have heard a lot of people say, Do on the other and you also heard Jesus say in another scripture, Do unto others as they do unto you. It's kind of interesting when it comes to a message like this, where the first the first words out of out of, out of the Apostle Paul who wrote this when he was in prison to the Romans, he says, therefore you have no excuse, none. 
Because when you judge others, you're doing for doing the same things that you're doing. The only thing you're saying to that person is, gotcha, we gotcha. But you didn't get me. You got to catch me in the act. You got to catch me if you can, so to speak. That's, that's, that's deep. But then again, also it brings to light a lot of other things. You know, in recent, uh, recent weeks, matter of fact, this past week, um, there was justice for George Floyd's uh, killers. I, I don't normally get political on here, but today I'm just going to get a little political. You know, because a man in blue doesn't matter what color he is, but in this case we all know what color he is because we all know the story. If we don't know the story, we've been living under a rock. But guess what? Justice was served. A lot of us will say, will take an effect that it wasn't exactly justice, that it was more or less an accountability thing. No, 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 no. To say that it was just an accountability thing, that's, that's muting it. That's putting, that's putting salt on, on, the, on the healing wound. No, 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 no. This was justice. It may not be justice for everyone because, quite frankly, as soon as that verdict was, was read, many more deaths happened same, in the same, almost the same fashion to, to a degree. Someone of color getting taken out by someone in blue. Well, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm all that and then some, but when it comes right down to it, everybody's got something coming. Because quite frankly, when I, I said in a post that I posted, I said, you know, it was justice for one. It was not, I, pr- it, I pray that sooner or later there'll be justice for all. Because right now, justice for one for me is justice for all. But, but, it's just right now. It's a first step. I'm not going to take the victory lap too soon because we got to praise God that this that that verdict happened the way it happened. Now, some people may be upset about that and some people listen may be upset about this. But guess what? God has the final say. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Got to remember that. But I love what, what, G, what uh, Paul was saying in there because in verse 2 he says, we know that God's judgment on those, you know, because he he's he took himself out of the equation, put himself in your equation, where he says, "Well, we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is in accordance with the truth." Yeah, that's true. But I know that Paul didn't say this, but I'm going to say this. I'm going to I'm going to add on to Paul's little um, little um, moment there of stepping outside of himself and say this. But that's true. That's very true. God's judgment is on those who do such things in accordance with the truth. But are you God? Are you? That's that's a very deep question. You know, one of the things, you know, I love it. Three points today, my, my beloved. And uh, the first point is simple and no excuses. You have to hold yourselves accountable. That's right. You have to hold yourself accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable for every action you've done, be it a good action or a bad action or an inaction. I mean, a lot of us only, only want to be held accountable sometimes 
for all the bad things we do. You don't, as a matter of fact, you don't even want to be held accountable for that. You want to be held accountable for the good things. You want to be held accountable for the good deeds where you went out, you fed the poor, you, uh, you, you, you spoke to the masses, you, you, uh, you fought the good fight, you've done all this, you stood up for someone's civil rights, and you did all these great things, you ran for office, you, cha- you made a change, you did the best you could, you made sure someone was able to get to vote, you made sure that that person graduated with that degree or two or five, depending on how long they wanted to be in school, you made sure of it. That was, you want to be held accountable for those good deeds. But what about the fact... How about being held accountable for cheating on your spouse? How about being held for accountable for stealing something, be it petty or for real, whether you got caught or you did not get caught, or being held accountable for for not taking that next step to get you to the next level, for not starting that business or whatever. You got to be held, you're going to be held accountable for all this. You have no excuse. You have none. You're still breathing. You would not, not all, none of us are blessed to see a new day. But when we are, what do we do with that day? Do we do the same things we did yesterday, as, even if it wasn't the right thing? Now, if you were doing the right thing yesterday, continue to do the right thing today. But if you were doing the wrong thing yesterday, are you going to continue to do wrong today? Or are you going to focus on doing the right thing and trying to be better than what you were yesterday? Even if you did the right thing yesterday, you've got to fight harder to be better than you were yesterday. I know some of y'all are not going to get that. But I know some of y'all are listening. Some of y'all are sitting back and going, wow, Rev. That's interesting. I need to hold myself accountable for everything. Everything. Think about it. We're all going to get go up and be judged one day. And, you know, while we're going to go up there with our files or, or our iPads in heaven and get all the good stuff that we got. But guess what? God's got a bigger book than we do. Matter of fact, he's got more memory on his, on his uh, iPad than we do. He has the unlimited package. What about yourself? You might have the limited package. You might be limiting it to what you did when you think you did, you're only remembering what you think you did. But God knows everything that you did, the things you remembered and the things you forgot and the things you blacked out. Holy moly. Holy moly. That's one of the reasons why you got to hold yourself accountable. Point two, you have to stand for the truth over everything. 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 You see, I love how Paul says in verse three, do you imagine? Ever you are, that when you judge those who do such things and yet you do them yourselves, you will escape the judgment of God? Let's be truthful. How can you judge a brother or a sister for something that you have no idea what they went through to get there? Now, I said this to somebody, I don't, and I heard someone else say this on a podcast the other day. I don't, I don't sit here and feel sorry for the person who did what they did to George Floyd. I don't feel as sorry for him as I should. As a Christian, I feel I feel some type of way because as a man of God, I have to feel some type of way. Yes, I feel little my my empathy, my sympathy uh leans towards George Floyd's family. But I also got I also tend to look at the other side and begin to understand something that a lot of people don't get and matter of fact even the people who work in blue don't get. 
that they're going through things. Their, their job has a shelf life. They're busy dealing with the depraved and, and living a life of, of uncertainty. They don't know if from the moment they get up, they're going to be able to come home and go to sleep at night. And matter of fact, we don't know what they see. We think we know what they see. We want to think we know what they see. Yes, in some cases, they look down on, no, in most cases, they look down on people of color. Why? I don't know. I'm not a person in blue, never wanted to be a person in blue, but I respect those who do the right thing that are in blue, no matter what color you are. But I respect those who do the right thing and for the right reasons and for the right, in the, in the right way. But there are those in, within that structure, as in, as, as in, as in many structures, that have a shelf life. Some of them exceeded it beyond the realm. And somehow they were able to sleep through the cracks and make sure they still stayed where they were without doing whatever they needed to do to get themselves better. Because maybe they thought that was their edge that kept them on, kept them, kept them going, kept them on, kept them on the run. But guess what? Let's be truthful. Maybe they need to stand up for their own truth and say, look, there's something wrong with me. We've been raised in a society where a lot of people think that if there's one little thing, one little fault, boys crying or, or boys dealing with, with girly things or girls dealing with boy things doesn't mean that you have to, to creep into that sexuality situation. But if you do, that's you. But why label me in a box? If I stand, if I stand for my truth, you're trying to make me look like a liar. And if you're standing in your lie, you're definitely not standing in the truth. That's another one for you. Because quite frankly, it's like you're trying to put me in a box. We were raised in a society where we've been put in a box where we're not allowed to speak our actual full varnished truths. Now, some of our truths are dirty. Some of our truths are dark. But believe it or not, many of our truths are beautiful. Some of them are bright. And you can see it. And everyone who walks around you can see it. Some of us are scared to walk in the truth. Some call it, oh, I don't want to be politically correct. No, it's not about being politically correct. It's about being, ooh, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Father God. This one, it's, it's more about walking, you know, being politically correct. It's about being personally correct. You got to be personally correct in your walk. You got to be personally correct in your truth. You got to be personally correct in your faith. What is your excuse? Why do you have an excuse? What are you doing to make a difference? I mean, seriously, what are you doing? Because if you're not doing the thing that the Lord has called you to do, whatever it may be, you're going to always feel like you're not going where you need to be. You're going to always feel uncomfortable. Always. Now, to some degree, you're going to feel a little comfort. You're going to feel a little comfort when you do walk into your, into your journey, walk into your purpose, so to speak. Matter of fact, yesterday I was at an event. I was at a good event. It was wonderful. It was a friend has a, has a social club. They were doing their thing, pop-up store. Matter of fact, it was beautiful. I should have advertised it. My bad. But next time there is an event, and I'm invited to it, I'm going to advertise it. But in the meantime, I'm sitting at the event because the event was in my neighborhood. And I was sitting, sitting at, the, at the venue uh, across the street from, from, a, from a well-known establishment that's been shut down for a couple of years. 
And I was just sitting there. I was looking at it. <clears throat> and I said to myself, and then all of a sudden, God just gave it to me. Gave me something that I sort of been dabbling around with in my mind. And then the idea and the vision came to me. I will share that vision sometime down the line when it's a little bit more concrete. But right now, I'm just going to say this. It made me, I saw my purpose. I saw what I needed to be doing. I saw why I was removed from where I was. I saw why I am doing what I'm doing. And I saw why there's a need for what I'm about to do. And what I'm trying to say is, I saw the truth in me. Matter of fact, I had not seen the truth in me for a while. I've been sitting here wondering about, oh, woe is me, woe is me, I can't find nobody, can't, can't get a perfect job, blah, 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 why, why, why. But guess what? I had to hold myself accountable for the reasons why I am where, where I am. And you know what? I'm still blessed. I'm still blessed and I'm still thankful for God. Because after I held myself accountable and after I stood for the truth over everything, guess what I did? I decided, and this is point three for you, I have to, and you, I and you, have to leave the final judgment to God. To God. No matter what a birth is in your life, whether it's, it's something down here on earth where somebody either does it to you in person, uh, does it to you in the courthouse, does it to you on your job, do it in wherever, guess what? Leave it to God. They may seem like they're getting away with it. Seriously, they may be seeming like they're getting away with it, but guess what? God has the final say. He has the final say on everything. And one of the beautiful things that I picked up this week, matter of fact, I had gotten a, I had gotten a message from somebody. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it was somebody I knew or just somebody just trying to jerk my chain or the devil trying to jerk my chain by pretending to be somebody else. Just said, hey, stop talking to this person. I'm like... I just said, fine, cut off communication. I, I didn't know who it was. I just said, fine. First, I was feeling some type of way, and then God woke me up. I meditated on it all that, that entire day. God woke me up and said, guess what? You're still doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? And I'm like, yes, sir. And you know what? He said, don't worry about that. Matter of fact, you've already removed yourself from that type of that type of thinking, that kind of thinking where you, have, you feel like you just need to have a partner to do what you need to do. No. He said, God said, I'm your partner. I'm your father. I, you're my son. I got you. Now, all you have to do is really believe in me and trust in me. Don't worry about all this other stuff. Don't worry about what social media be saying. Because social media is what it is. Social and the media. They're going to report whatever they want to report. And they're going to say whatever they want to say. And whether or not they believe it or not, that is on them. That's what we have to do. A lot of people say, oh, I want to take a social media break. I say that's good and bad. Bad for one thing. No, I say good for one thing. Maybe that, they'll help you out. They'll make you feel better inside. No, I say it's also bad because then you get disconnected. You get disconnected from reality. I'm not saying that you need to be on social media posting about 5,000 pictures of what you're going to eat and what you're wearing and how, and how you're styling and profiling and where you're going and when you're at the beach or whatever. No, I ain't saying that. You can do that. That's you. You're happy. Why not share it with those that you feel that are close to you? But also, you got to check your page. You got to check your page because if, if you have like over 1,000 people on your page and only talk to about 50 of them, hmm, what is that saying? That's saying about a big chunk of those people should not be on your page because most of those people are haters. 
You can have a great social media page. You can have a social, a great social media life. It's just that you got to be able to weed. You got to be able to sift that wheat, sift that baby. That's right. And so, but then you have no excuses. No excuses. In other words, we're not God. We can't see all the and be all. We're not Jesus. We 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 can't know what everybody in a five thousand seat. Uh, building establishment. We can't know what, it, what everyone is going through just by looking at them and smiling them and saying, God bless you. No. It's a, or 5,000 people who want to post whatever, but the only time they, they pop up is when you say something bad or negative or, vi- uh, or something viral worthy. No. This is, it's a little bit bigger than that. I see, I, see, I see a change. I see a change right out there. You have no excuse. You have no excuse for not doing your thing, doing your purpose. I see some people doing their thing, and then they, they get on, on social media and vent. I've done it. I'm, I hold myself accountable. I've vented a lot. I don't vent much anymore because I've matured. And what I mean by matured is I've spiritually matured to the point where I realize that venting with social media, it's a, it's a mixed blessing. It may be good for me, but it turns out to be bad because everybody comes at me and says all the wrong things. They say all the wrong right things, let's put it that way. But enough about me. What about you? What's going on in your world? What's going on in your life? Do you have have a reason why you haven't gotten where you're supposed to be? And even if you're almost there, even if you already got the LLC, you already got the degree, you already got the boo and the lady and all that great and the bay and all that good stuff and you got the the kids and and you got the house and the car and all that good stuff that's great but you're not there yet why and if you have an excuse if you did, if you what you're going to answer is an excuse you should have no excuse just do it nike used to have that saying just do it and and Reverend Brian right here has a saying to you, you've all, it's already done. It's already done. You just, all you have to do is walk into it. The door is already open. Matter of fact, you already have, God has given you the key. All you have to do is turn that latch, open that door, and blessings galore. Blessings galore. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to see. It's amazing on what we do on, in this journey as of today. What you're going to do, and please tell me, in the future, because by God, we're in this together. We are a family. Whether you know it, whether you show it, I want to let you know right now, if you haven't heard this today from anyone in your, in your circle, I'm going to say this to you, and I mean it from my heart. Even if we never meet face to face, I love you. Say that to yourself today. Because guess what? Saying it to yourself is the validation you need, the affirmation you need, the confirmation that you need to know that what you're about to do is going to bless someone else. Say it with me. I love you. I love you. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this word right now. We pray that you just 
Use it in a way that has never been used before. We pray right now that everyone who is listening is going to be uh, able to apply this to their walk and into their journey, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, just keep us lifted up. Keep us going, oh, Heavenly Father. Keep us flowing, oh, Heavenly Father. Keep us showing that you are the way, you are the light, you are the truth, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your mighty sons, Jesus' name. Amen. If you're enjoying this wonderful podcast and you want to hear more, please make sure that you click the follow or subscribe button on this wonderful podcast so you can stay up to date with the latest and the greatest and be able to listen to past podcasts that you have not yet heard before but want to hear again. Also, don't forget to click the share button. The share button is also important. So therefore, you can share this podcast with all your friends, loved ones, and acquaintances. Look forward to hearing from you. Peace. Thank you for listening to this wonderful, wonderful message. Now, for those who live in the greater Chicagoland area, Northwest Indiana area, if you are interested in having I, Reverend Brian C. Pusey, come and speak at your congregate with your congregation, I would love it. Please, please contact me at B-P-U-G-H-S-L-E-Y at Yahoo.com. That's B-P-U-G-H-S-L-E-Y at Yahoo.com with the heading Safe Haven Ministry Invitation. I will be glad and honored to come to your congregation and bless you with the word that the Lord has given me. Please reach out and let's, let's build this community together. safe haven we thank you for joining us on this week for this wonderful mighty powerful word we pray that your week i'm prayerful that your week uh is going to be a blessed week no matter what day of the week it starts for you i'm praying that whatever it is that you put into the atmosphere is manifested in the way that god has for you let us pray dear heavenly father we just want to thank you 
as we uh, go on out in, uh, about our week in the way that you want it to. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray that you dismiss us from this place of worship, this space of worship, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that you just dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray for our families. We pray that you continue to enrich their lives or enrich our lives in the process and in, in the midst, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that we continue to be a blessing to others, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that we continue to do whatever it is that is right that is within your within your guidance, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer. We pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name, Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. See you next week. Amen. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.